Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to part two of Johnny Lingo. So for patrons, you can see us. This is me. But for those listening, this is Sarah. And this is Katie. And patrons can also see this cute little kitty cat. That's Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, he's... um. He's co-hosting for this episode. He's right in front of the mic. It looks like he's hosting. He's checking out the wire right now. He's a bit confused. So he has a lot to say about Johnny Lingo because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're covering today. We're doing the second half of Johnny Lingo. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and because we watched the first half and it was rough. It was a doozy. Yeah, And just to catch you guys up to speed, like we, we left off at the part where Johnny Lingo goes to the crusty old white man to bargain this really rare seashell, which Katie and I were like, if it's so rare, why would you not just give it to Mahana as a gift? But no, he wants to bargain for a, or is it, is the word bargain correct? It's barter, right? I think, don't know. I think you can say both, but yeah. Either way, he wants a mirror, which... a mirror. Okay. Yeah, and it's just, in my head, I was just thinking about this, too. It was, like, everyone was so, like, appalled or astounded that he was going to pay eight cows for Mahana and, like, oh, he's such a good man, or he's crazy, he, like, doesn't know what he's doing, or, oh, like, you know, coming from the little Mormon viewpoint, you're like, oh, he's so honorable, and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just thinking, like, if he really was honorable, he just would have, like asked to marry her not offered to purchase her (laughs) exactly he just sort of been like I just want to marry her because I like her what we would hope he loves her considering they're marrying each other but (sighs) no instead he's like I'll give you eight cows we're getting married tomorrow and then I'm taking her to our honeymoon place gross he said honeymoon place like that is nasty, Johnny Lingo. I don't think Mahana wants your D, no matter how hung it is. So because all stop. the other ladies want it, but she doesn't. She's hiding. <laughs> you know, maybe she's not interested in the yeah. D. Have we ever maybe thought she's of that? not? Maybe she yeah. wants the D, or maybe she wants none of it at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe we should ask Mahana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know where the mirror thing is going, but yeah. Oh, oh wait. Am I sharing my screen already? Yeah, you are. Oh, I totally thought I wasn't. You guys, I'm so profesh. <laughs> We're professionals. <laughs> okay, so let's jump back in to where he's describing what kind of what kind of mirror he wants for this seashell. Here we go. Do you have any idea what a mirror like that would cost? Why, the shipping alone is costly, you know, and it's preposterous. Gold he wants. Of course, I might be able to order one from the States. Of course, it could come from the States. That's where you get all the good things. (laughs) Gross. Uh, And he's all like, he really wants the seashell. It's like the seashell might have some magical power. He's he's really trying for it, isn't he? I want that seashell. It'll take months to get it. Oh, that is fine. Mahana and I will be away visiting many islands. I will pick it up when we come back. 
Johnny Lingo, you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> That's why I can't understand. They say you were paying eight cows for Mahana. Yeah. They told you. It's all over the... He's so smug. I know that face. He does this little, like, eye roll with a smirk. Like, oh, they told you how much I paid. I'm, like, super rich. I'm I have so, rich. so many cows in the bank. <laughs> the village. So, they know all about the eight cows. They know. Ew, I want to punch him. You know, it's so that. icky, him and his puka shells. <laughs> Never trust a guy with puka shells. I don't did care wear, who you are. Did you wear puka shells in middle school? I did. I had one of those, like, hemp ones, right, where it was, like, oh. heated with hemp, and I wore it, like, every day and thought I was the shit. Like, I, I was so cool. I was so cool. I had one probably identical to that, and I thought it was. <laughs> the coolest thing ever <laughs> pretty sure I got it from like limited to which is where I was always shopping limited as a middle schooler could get your puka shells your body glitter and <laughs> your little jelly sandals yes! all, in your face. <laughs> all right off topic <laughs> then always and forever when they speak of marriage settlements will be remembered that Johnny Lingo paid eight cows for Mahana. Uh, He's going to go down in history as the man who paid the most cows for a wife. So clearly, even right here, even before when we're all like, oh, as a Mormon girl, I wonder if I, I thought at this point, like, so he doesn't really care about Mahana. It's just more that he wants to be famous and known for paying the most cows for right. Her. Yeah, I don't think I picked up on it when I was a little girl. I think I that like kind of went over my head. I was yeah. like, oh, but he must like her if he's paying that much money for her, which how fucked up is that to show this to a, a little girl? Yeah, yeah because what you think you think like, oh, OK, so if someone gives me lots of things or spends a lot of money on me or even just does anything remotely nice for me, like then we owe that man something, right? Like, yep. you can't just be respected to be respected. You have, like, if you're worthy, then they'll spend money on you or buy something for you or whatever. And, just, the, and the fact that your worth is tied to a man, like, this is what yeah. we're taught at a young age. Like, this is what we've always been taught. Like, shit, I'm still dealing with to this day, like, of always feeling this, like, I'm not adequate enough. I'm not worthy enough. Like, it's deeply embedded like it's something that okay. I think is going to take a lifelong like journey to get through because I yeah as women we were always told we were not good enough and that our worth was determined by a man always yeah yeah if you're if a man's not telling you well first of all if he doesn't want to marry you but you know if a man's not telling you you're pretty or not telling you that you know you're a good person or whatever you're righteous Sorry. enough. You're going to make a good mom. You're going to be a good wife and mother. Yeah, you're not worthy enough. And that's, that's on every level of like, not just in terms of like a husband, but your worth is determined by men in the church. Yep. Like just any man has more yep. power than you and can determine how much worth you have. Yeah. I expect 
He's walking away all smug. So that's it. He's neither crazy nor blind. He's just vain. Oh, okay. Crusty old white dude has something. Crusty old white dude was picking up on what we were picking up on. Like, he just he's wants just to vain. Be, yeah, he's just vain. He just wants people to know how rich he is. Okay. <laughs> With his very rare seashells and eight cows. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a that's a crazy bank. The the cows would crush the seashells. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Grateful girl. It was bad enough at the bargaining, but how will it look this morning if you're not there waiting for him when he comes at the cows? We're back to the mean, abusive father who's yelling at Mahana to come out of the hut and she doesn't want to, and he's telling her she's ungrateful. Oh, that's so triggering for like church stuff too. It's like if you point anything out that has a problem, they just call you like bitter or ungrateful. Yep. You have to always be positive, happy. Bless, like you have to always be so grateful and blessed for everything that's in your life, even if it's a trial and tribulation, you should still be grateful. Mm-hmm. He will not come. I would not blame him. If he had offered me a cow that gave sour milk, I would have accepted it gratefully. Did you hear them? They laughed. They mocked me. Oh, poor girl. Because they did laugh. And the whole village was laughing at his offer. Or well, they, they were laughing at the three cows. And then they were so astounded at the eight. Like, oh, she's not worth anything. That's so sad. And she's, like, hiding and, like, peeping her head out in a window. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And they're all assholes. They're so <laughs> like, the heads. The way that they, you know, the director and the writer of this again, is portraying these villagers as if they would all just turn on this one girl and just make fun of her constantly. Like, I don't think that's based in reality. No, no. He mocks me. You will see. You will not come. Could it be? Never in the history of our island has a bridegroom changed his mind after the bargaining. Never in the history of our island has anyone paid eight cows for a wife. Never in the history of your island. It's Never like in the history of all. Never, this is not anything that po- any Polynesian culture has done. <sighs> Fucking BYU. <laughs> For Mahana. I will admit it seemed incredible. No. Mahana has a head filled with straw. But this once, maybe, maybe she's right. He calls her stupid and ugly and threatened beat her like (laughs) i think you're the stupid one bad wig man (laughs) i know i just want to rip that wig off and punch you in the face sir you're horrible yeah you give up too easily my friend this morning is not yet over eight cows (laughs) and i could have been a rich man Oh, the cows are coming. The cows are coming. It's changing. 
And he's going to be a rich man now. Thank goodness. Doesn't give a fuck about his daughter. It's just no. that he's going to be rich. Yeah, that just, like, goes against what the church likes to pretend is their core teaching of, like, families are forever and families are the most important thing. This is, like, directly going against that. He yeah. would rather have cows. He'd rather have one cow than his daughter. A happy daughter. Yep. Oh, there's a cow. Cow number one. Here comes. It is only a stray. Oh, more cows. <laughs> Mostly calls. Dying <laughs> lingo. Is that how you are supposed to like herd cattle? I've never heard that, but maybe maybe in this fictitious world that they've created <laughs> where islanders and Polynesian people act this way, they do. I don't know. <laughs> Anything's possible now because yeah. it's fictional. <laughs> yeah. them with this leaf with this leaf as if that's gonna actually do anything he's like holding his dash on his one shoulder <laughs> with this big old grin like look at all my cows everybody <laughs> uh, you know how you said in the last episode is he hung like a horse maybe he's hung like a cow <laughs> i mean i think he might be johnny maybe. Throws his leaf down. He just threw that away a lot. He's a badass bitch. <laughs> so he's at the doorway to the hut now. And he's like, has a softer voice and goes, Mahana. But also, if she's meant to be like 1920, this guy is like in his 40s. <gasps> That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on yeah. brand for the church, huh? <laughs> She's poking her head and her hand out a little bit of the doorway, and he has his hand out to her. <laughs> like Hana, you, don't take it. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, you have to come marry me. I brought eight cows for you. Uh. <sighs> I feel like she has a nice manicure. I don't I know. know. Her hands are fantastic hand so she she reached her hand out and she grabbed his hand oh very love yeah. the pant manicure very nice all right so they're celebrating seems, yeah so it seems like this might be the wedding like celebration oh have- right that's what he said it's the wedding celebration first and then the next day he takes her to the honeymoon place which is so gross the honeymoon place i can't get over it (laughs) yeah they have dancers and music and a fire (laughs) 
And it looks like typical Polynesian dancing, which again, like, this yeah. isn't in their history, so. So, yeah, it's like they're appropriating this, this, you know, we all know that this is a traditional cultural thing in Polynesian cultures, and they're just, like, putting it in this film to try to make it seem like it's more credible or something. They're, I think they're exploiting these actors, too, you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm been, sure. They can't have been paid much, and I would bet that they're, like, members of the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. And that would seem like the most plausible thing. Yep. So, yeah, they're just dancing. Seems like they're passing maybe some food around. We have yet to see Mahana. Nope. Or Lingo. No Mahana yet. There they are. She has like a a red. Is that a lay around her neck? I think so. Yeah. He yellow one. <laughs> he still has his shoulder sash. <laughs> <laughs> Always putting a flower behind her ear. Oh my god, that just gave me like flashbacks to really cheesy Mormon dating like dating at BYU, that would be something that a cheesy Mormon guy would do is like pick a flower and not just give it to you. Like that would be cute, but like insist that he himself puts it in your hair. (laughs) So cringy. And also makes me think about like Mormon guys who would play. And I don't want to offend anyone. So this is just directed at my experience, but he would play a ukulele or guitar to serenade you and like really want your full attention and y'all I'm not musically inclined in the least so I'm not trying to pretend that like I know much about anything when it comes to music but it's bad it was always bad and I was just like stop and it was always Wonderwall yes (laughs) like that's a good song and then they took that and it was like every single time yeah and then they would be so offended if you weren't like in tears because you were so moved by it and I would just be trying not to laugh but also so uncomfortable like it's the most uncomfortable thing when they would do stuff like this and you have to just sit there and like smile and pretend like good job (laughs) good job Johnny Lingo good job So there's some kids, some like boys that are crawling up. I think they're crawling up kind of behind Johnny Lingo and Mahana and Sneakily. they're like crap down. They're like they're like sneaking up behind them. Yeah. Wow. That's so mean. I mean, just the mean spiritedness of this, on top of all the sexism and racism and all the what am I trying to say? Like the colonialism, but yeah. And you have to throw this on top. Like, why would BYU allow this? Yeah, it's like they're basically saying like this is going to happen. Kids are mean and bully, which we know that that's the case, but like. In the church, you would hope that, like, they would create movies or films that don't depict this, that are saying, like, 
be a yeah. good person. Like don't tease and don't put worth on a person purely merited by physical appearance. Like, right. No. no, it's very weird. I don't, and it's, it's even weirder just because we haven't seen her that, that well, but like, she's pretty. Yeah. I mean, she's always kind of like, what would you call it? She's always kind of like cowering and her hair is sort of, yeah. you can't really see her that well, but like, she's not ugly. So. No, not at all. And, and now she's crying. So she's crying and Johnny Lingo is comforting her. Mm-hmm. It's true. Oh my what? god, he looks like Colonel Sanders. Is that not, I want KFC that now. Is, that is even down to the tie right here. <laughs> ah! the, the white dude is back and he has found himself a suit jacket. Also, how funny that like he's wearing button ups and ties and a suit jacket and a hat and everyone else is wearing sashes. Yes, exactly. But yeah. And so he, he looks like Colonel Sanders. There. Like I literally want a bucket of chicken now. <laughs> he looks just like him, even with like the little beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Evening, Mokey. Mr. Harris. I came to congratulate the newlyweds over there. Johnny Lingo and my mother. I own eight cows, you know. I'm a rich man. He's so happy that he has eight cows. Doesn't give a fuck about his daughter. Just really happy that he has eight cows. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Thank you. I'll join you later. Oh. Oh. So he went over the the white dude. He went over to congratulate uh, Johnny Lingo and Mahana and. He sees them off in the distance running to the boat. Which is now lighted, even though it was at night. So. I know. Is that like moonlight or what? Anyway, so they're going to the boat to go to the honeymoon place. The honeymoon oh. place. <laughs> well, that cheer Mahana right up. I guess we will see. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. That music is so loud. So they're getting in the boat and sailing away. I don't think it's safe to to get in a little kayaker like that in the middle of the night. Right? And also, where's their paddle? What's happening? So now it looks like it's the next day, right? And we're in the shop again with the old white man. <laughs> Colonel Sanders has put his costume away, and he is dressed just back in his khakis and suspenders. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that was a reminder. Got it. <laughs> okay. Mr. Harris. Yeah. Nico tells me he saw Kendall Flicker and Johnny's hat late last night. Oh, well, then they're back. It's about time. They've been gone longer than I expected. And that mirror of his has been here gathering dust on my shelves for months. Oh, they got the mirror finally. This better be a bomb mirror. <laughs> this better be the best fucking mirror you've ever seen. <laughs> 
What's your assessment of that mirror? It's nice, but is it not? It's not anything like spectacular. I feel like every woman in the 1800s and early 1900s had that mirror. Like yeah, my grandmother, like I'm pretty sure had yeah, that. Yeah, like it's pretty, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is beautiful. Mahana's face will break the glass. Maybe I'll. He's such an asshole. This guy's face will crack the glass. He's such a dickhead. I like, think when they wrote this, they were trying to throw in these, like, ugly jokes to be funny. Is that what they were going for? Or Probably. They were like, oh, this will be a good, like, comic relief. Let's throw in these jokes and people will laugh. But it's like, no. It's You're just funny. telling people it's okay to make jokes like that. Yeah. And, yeah, I think, like, by the way this character acts, it's he's supposed to be some sort of, like, upbeat comic relief. But I just hate it. I just hate it. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay them a call. You know, Johnny was right about the sheriff. It's worth a small fortune. The least I can do is deliver his gift myself. And what's this store for you? I know how you'll watch it. You'll curl up in a corner and sleep while the children rob the candy jar. Oh, no, Mr. Harris. Toodle, what's good? All right. So Colonel Sanders is on his way with the mirror to deliver it himself to Johnny Lingo at Johnny Lingo's home. Cause they're back from the honeymoon place. <laughs> that was quick. It was just one night. They honeymoon. got their boink on. Boink, boink. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Colonel Sanders walking along the beach. <laughs> I just can't get that out of my head. Colonel Sanders. You know, imagine him instead of, Holding that like box with the mirror in it. There's a bucket of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. He's walking and walking. (laughs) You cheat me. She's worth ten cows. You cheat me. You cheat me. Oh, so there's the father again. He's coming out of Johnny Lingo's house saying, you cheated me. She's worth 10 cows. What a fucking piece of shit. He's just greedy, I guess. I wonder if he went and gambled and spent all his cows already. (laughs) 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 It's the moral of the story. Don't gamble. (laughs) Don't gamble cows. Don't do it. The poor cows. So the father was leaving the house, and now Colonel Sanders is approaching. (laughs) What's happening? What's going on? What was that kerfuffle? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Johnny. Hello, Mr. Harris. I brought the gift you ordered. Good, good. Come in. Come in. It's been on my shelf several months. Uh, Good. Let's have a look at it. Oh, so they were gone on the honeymoon for several months. Not just Oh, her. I see. Okay, okay, okay. It is just as I wished. No other woman on the island will have anything so fine. No. It's a gift truly fit for an eight cow wife. Yes. Excuse me. I will take it in to show Mahana. 
that's a gift truly fit for an eight cow wife. <laughs> and he's going to take it in to show Mahana. Mr. Harris brought the gift I ordered. That was kind of you. Look. <gasps> oh. Oh, she's so into it. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. She's obs- yeah, she's obsessed. She a gift for you. I'm just moving locations, listeners, because my laptop's going to die. So he just said, my gift, your gift to me can be seen by all who look at you. So he's saying that her looking pretty is her gift to him. (laughs) What? Like... Yeah, all you have to do is be pretty, and that's enough. And that's me. enough. That's all you need to do. Well, and you probably need to give me kids, but, you know, we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> that you have been to making care children yeah. and love them. So, for listeners, um, he gave her this mirror. She was, like, freaking out about it, and we still haven't seen her face. But it looks like from the backside that her hair is combed, <laughs> and it wasn't combed it- before brushed yeah brushed I mean rather um okay here we go I would say hello to Mr. Harris oh she's in red there's the reveal so she comes out in this beautiful red dress with a red flower in her hair and her hair is like all curled like (laughs) with a curling iron (laughs) Yeah, um, which is also another thing, because before her hair wasn't tame, and now it is. I'm doing air quotes for those of you not watching. And now it is, and she's considered beautiful because it is. Because it's, yeah, so there's another layer of racism. Um, mm-hmm. But also it's just, yeah, it's like she comes out and she has this big smile now, and she has a pretty dress on, and it's like, now she feels worthy because someone paid money for her. Like, it's disgusting. I just, I, and also, yeah, she, I'm just over it. <laughs> and he takes off his hat because he just saw her and he's like, whoa, she's actually pretty. It's like, okay, this is what I was thinking. You know that moment in She's All That where. Yeah. It's like all they do is put her in a different dress and take her glasses off. And then they're like, whoa, she's actually hot. And it's like, how could you it not see that before? Drives me crazy. I just rewatched that movie like maybe a week ago because it used to be my favorite, like one of my favorite rom-coms. And I was thinking that too. I was like, they literally just cut her hair, gave her a bob, took her glasses off and put her in a dress. Yeah. Like that's the big reveal. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's so hot. And I was like, she looks the same. She looks the exact same. Yeah. And that's really similar with this, where it's like they just gave her a different hairstyle and she stood up straighter. Like, uh. wow. Welcome to our home. Uh, Welcome to our home. I'm the good Mormon wife. And is this supposed, I mean, that's the other thing is it's like her happiness is linked to him, right? Like now that she's married to him, she's so happy. She got married. Someone wanted her. So now she's happy. I thank you. Mahana. 
Mahana must go for some water. Will you excuse her? <laughs> Immediately she has to go do a chore. Bitch, please. No. <laughs> Sorry. It's so, oh hi kitty. <laughs> kitty Tiger just, wants to say great. hello. Um yeah, again, it's just like the women's place is in the home. They need to always be cheerful and friendly and smiling. They need to dress how the man wants, do their hair how the man wants, do whatever he wants, go on a months-long honeymoon, even if you're not in the mood. <laughs> Ew, and do him. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that was, like, requirement that being a good oh. wife is Oh, you know to... it. You know it. Yuck. Yuck. Uh, here she goes, getting the water. To do her chores. Mm-hmm. Johnny, I can't get over She's beautiful. I have loved her ever since we were children. She was always beautiful. Tell me. Do you think eight cows was too high a price for her? Oh, no. Neither does Moki. In fact, he was just here before you came to accuse me of cheating him. Bahana, he says, is worth ten cows if she is worth a hoof. <laughs> I don't understand. What happened? It was the cows. The cows? Think what it must mean to a woman. Her future husband meeting with her father to discuss the lowest price for which he can be bought. And later, when the women of the village gather, they boast of what their husbands paid for them. I hate it so bad. Also, I'm just now noticing, what's his accent? I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking that as well. I'm not sure. Listeners, if you have any ideas, let us know. I'm not, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, he's... He's saying that her confidence and her beauty came from the cows. Like, they're literally owning it, being like, the more you pay for a woman, the prettier she'll be. Wow. <laughs> Three cows. Five. How does she feel, the woman who was sold for one or two? Uh, this could not happen to my Mahana. Johnny, I've misjudged you. I thought you were thinking only of how important you would look to your friends giving eight cows for a wife. I didn't know you wanted to make Mahana happy. Because the only thing that can make a woman happy is validation from a man, right? Mm -hmm. Like, why didn't this story, if that was what they really wanted to, like, show her happiness, they didn't follow her at all as a character. She was just, like, a quiet, meek little, like, a little woman before and now she said like five words and she's pretty and somehow that means that she's happy and they never even asked her what she wanted it was never like mahana what can make you happy it was just like oh right let's sell you for eight cows and that confidence like that'll give you confidence yeah (laughs) isn't that right tiger oh (laughs) mr harris i wanted her to be an eight cow woman Many things can happen to make a woman beautiful. The thing that matters most is what she thinks of herself. I see. Well, then you have a really weird way of showing it. Like, you haven't 
in this story, we haven't heard anything about how she actually feels about herself. No, she's not communicated at all. No one's asked her. She hasn't had the chance to talk about it. In fact, she was sent out of your home to go do chores. Yeah, she was sent with a jug to go get water. And yeah, and again, her worth and her happiness is being determined by men. Yuck. B, in her father's hut, Mahana believed she was worth nothing. Yes. Because her father told her she was worth nothing. Her father beat her, so yeah, duh, Colonel Don't Sanders. That's not like an epiphany. <laughs> you dumb fuck. Like, that's clear. Dumb fuck Sanders. <laughs> and now she knows she is worth more than any other woman on the island. Again, because you have to compare yourself to other women in order to feel valuable. Like, you can't all just be valuable and worthy. You have to compare yourself to others and be like, well, I'm worth more kids. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that water is a safe drink. Salty (laughs) water? I think we're at the end here. But yeah, it's it's showing her like getting the water, and I think it's on the beach. So wouldn't that be salt water? BYU, you really didn't think this through. They really didn't think think this through. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, yeah, so I think that's the end. I'm I'm so done with that. <laughs> There's nothing positive about that movie. I mean, like the scenery, gorgeous, yeah. but the rest, like the messaging, like it's just so problematic. And you forget that that's what the video was saying. And we were shown this as young girls and then as young adults. I yeah. mean, everyone has, a, a like I was saying before, in the first episode, the quote that they all have like t-shirts made out of and like guys will say like, you're an eight cow wife or like I'm a 10 cow wife is like <sighs> the quote that women will say or like men will say about women in the church. And it's just, it's horrible. Like, as if that's somehow okay to say. And, I, yeah, I hate that they, they still show this. Like, and like we said multiple times throughout it, it's like, no wonder we have this messed up view mm-hmm. of ourselves and where our worth comes from because of things like this. But, I mean, and on top of, like, everything else that the church teaches you about worthiness. Yeah. It's just, it makes me really sad and also, like, Maybe it's it's hitting home even a bit too too close to home because this is shit that we still have to deal with. Like, and I'm not just saying this to for the sake of this episode or this topic, but like literally today, that was something that was triggered for me, and I went down this downward spiral of like, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, I'm not doing the best that I possibly can, and it was it, it took a while for me to to shake out of that, to get out of that headset. And it's like, well, no wonder that's, I mean, yeah. it's it's obviously not just the church, but a huge percentage of those thoughts and that way of thinking comes from how we were raised in the church and watching movies like this and hearing this constantly that our worth is tied to a man's opinion of us. Like, Yeah, yeah exactly. And like that conditioning after so many years and so many films and so many lessons mm-hmm. where someone like Johnny Lingo is the hero. Like, yep. here's what you're looking for to, like, save you when 
it should just be focused on like your own self-worth, but that's not taught like at all. (laughs) It's never taught because we're not taught like women in the church aren't taught to have self-worth because then you become too prideful and too like independent and you don't, you know, depend on a man and they don't want that. They want you to be, you know, dependent and relying on a man and not be self-reliant, not to be self-sufficient. Like you are servant to subservient to men. Like that is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. The moral of the story, this, this movie should just burn. It should never be shown anywhere. And especially not in church and especially not to youth or anyone, but yeah, not youth. Yeah, no. no. <sighs> That's how much we love you. We just sat here for two hours and watched this and commented on it. And but yeah, it had to be done. And yeah, I really hope that like young people aren't seeing this. No, I really fun. hope so. And and if you guys have any experiences, like I would love to hear stories from you guys about how, you know, maybe the first time you heard of Johnny Lingo, the first time you watched it, like if you have any memories or stories related to it because it's one of these like weird Mormon niche topics that like Mormons know when you say Johnny Lingo we get it like ex-Mormons but other people who are listening to the podcast who have never grown up Mormon are probably thinking like what the fuck is this and sadly (laughs) enough like there are so many movies like this out there that are produced by the church that we had to watch and it's just another sign that like we were in a cult like it's another indicator like that's so cult-like to have your own like your church make a movie force you to watch it watch it and like brainwashing and you think it's normal yeah that's such a good point like you bring up this this name to anyone who's either mormon right now or ex-mormon you go johnny lingo they're like oh i know what that is but anyone else who hasn't been in the church they're like what and like you said that is a big indicator that Ding, ding, ding. We were in a cult. You were in a cult. Call your parents. You were in a cult. Like, get out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, listeners, for sticking that out with us. Love you lots and lots. Love you lots. It was a wild journey. Um, Those of you listening just with audio, I hope it was, we we did a good job of describing the video. But if we didn't, (laughs) just, you know, put it in YouTube watch it while listening to us and you'll follow right along. Um, and for those of you on Patreon, thanks for hanging with us, with especially the cats who were constantly wanting to be part of it. Sorry, I was a bit distracting. Then my laptop almost died and I was like, oh my God, we're going to, it's going to cut off in the middle of recording. Disaster. We made we're it. professionals. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. We will. Bye.